0: Welcome to That Might Be Cool, where we are on the road to Endgame. My name is Jason Hammonds. I'm...
1: Chase Anderson
0: and returning to the show, uh, he hasn't he hasn't been on for about a week or so. But no, it's uh, been a while. Welcome back into the Watchtower, Ryan Burke.
2: Ah, huh, thank you. Cheers hey. for having me again. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a while, man. It's been a whole week.
0: Absolutely, man. it's it's been a while. Your uh, your your uh, lovely comic coronary. People can find mm-hmm. it. Uh, search coronary comic on any search engine. They can find you on Twitter at Ryan Burke writer. Ryan's an extraordinary comic book writer, and anyone listening to this show would probably want to check out his comic coronary. Huh, thanks. Uh but uh, let's 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 get on into it. Let's not let's not dance around yeah. beat around the bush. This is this is the, the 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 big climactic movie. All the advertisements were saying it's all been leading to this. It all comes down to this. Everything we've ever done leads to this movie. It's Avengers Infinity War.
2: There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more so when they needed us we could fight the battles
3: that they never could
1: by the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is yeah, that has been building for a while.
0: It's yeah. been like
2: a uh, Yeah.
0: Well, that is totally like cuz they all the, the end is end game. Yeah. All of the marketing was like it all leads to this, even though we all knew we all knew that like this that there was another movie coming after it. Like yeah. everybody knew. They shot them back to Well, back. it was
1: part 1 and part 2 and then they're like, "Nah, let's do like, something different." Yeah, even though
0: realistically, having watched this movie, this is definitely part one of a yeah. two-part movie,
1: right? Like, well, definitely, yeah, obviously. They, have You seen the ending? Yeah, they mm. they
0: tried to be like, oh no, they're
1: just two separate movies, and it's like,
0: on what world are these yeah. two separate stories? This is,
1: re- I don't know, we'll somewhere. have to because I I kind of want to wait and see and to sure. see Endgame to see how you know this stacks up as its own movie. Yeah. Do you think that this this holds up as like its own movie? No, I really don't. Yeah. I walked out of this movie stoked. I mean, I, I yeah.
0: loved watching it. It was a great experience. But I feel about this the same way, and this is kind of an unpopular opinion about Empire Strikes Back, but I don't think Empire Strikes Back is a good, is a good whole movie on its own. I think that it's fun to watch. It's a fun experience to watch that movie, but it's not complete. I don't consider yeah. that a
1: story. It's the first three quarters of a story. That's <laughs> yeah. because they get to play around with a little bit you know, more stuff than just like a three-part You know, three act movie that you get to do a little something a little bit different because everything's already been introduced. Sure. Through 15, 16, 18 movies. Yeah. And uh, the conclusion where you get another three hours for the conclusion. Yeah. So this is just one of those really great in in between quills. And I've talked about (laughs) this before and I love those because it's just like awesome stuff the whole way through. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to worry about like. But then there's no, but there's no resolution
0: at all. You're going to get it. Yeah. I know, but that's the thing is that's a different movie, and so and so that's the thing is I I think this is a fun experience, and I love watching Infinity War. I've watched I've rewatched it a bunch of times, but I don't consider it a complete story, and I I, it does aggravate it does aggravate me that they changed that they went away from Infinity War Part One and Part Two because I think that's a a wholly disingenuous way to market these movies as separate things.
1: It's it's got to be just marketing. Yeah. Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that or he just came up with the end game. He's like,
1: I really like that title. Yeah. Well, it's because they yeah, yeah. to tell everybody saying it's that damn
0: game. word in every movie. Like yeah. there's the word end game was used like ten times throughout yeah. all the different form- not like ten it was like five but it was twice. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> it might <laughs> it might have been it's twice ten times
2: in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: The end game, guys. We're in the end game. <laughs> Sorry, <what? laughs> the game is about to end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's 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 it's. It's fun, yeah. it's it's yeah. a fun one to watch. And I, I what, what did you I, walking out of the theater when you guys watched it? I don't know. Actually, Ryan, did you see it in the theater?
2: I did. Yes, I did. Okay, I did this the is when you saw in the theater. This is when I saw in theater. Yeah.
0: What was what know. were your feelings? What was
2: the mood when you left the theater? and your thoughts, it w- it was like somber. Everyone was like, <sighs> "Yeah, they just did that ah, to us." Like, <sighs> it was kind of like I ugh.
1: was alone in the theater. Really? Were you really? Yeah. When did you see I it? I had a private show.
0: Oh, it was at the theater. Chase and I, backstory on Chase and I, we met at oh. a movie theater when we were working yeah. there. Chase is still friends with all the movie theater people. Uh, and so nice. he, gets, he gets all the, the exclusive access. It's true. We watch Game of Thrones every
1: Sunday. Sick. Amazing. On nice. a big screen. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm a little jelly of that. We've got two, two more episodes to go until we're next week. As we're I mean, recording, wait, this. I mean, yeah. As we're recording, two weeks ago, I mean, that was,
2: yeah, that was two Can weeks you ago. You believe what happened in that episode? Oh my God.
0: Amazing, Jesus! Jon Snow and 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 Arya and 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 Mother of Dragons. Hey, they hey all, stop getting sidetracked here, yeah. yeah. please. <laughs> um,
1: Infinity War.
0: Infinity War. Did Infinity. Do you?
1: Okay. Uh,
0: uh, there, there's a lot to kind of talk about in this movie. First
1: off, Thanos, good villain. Is he a villain? Oh, Uh, this world needs... There's too many people. We need a new plague. (laughs) Dwight (laughs) Schrenstein...
0: There's a part of me that does agree that we have way too many people. I'm not. I'm not going so far Ooh. as to be <laughs> them all. I'm not. I'm not going so far as to be like we need to play. Is, is that the right solution?
2: Yeah. This is talk radio right now. This is just <laughs> Jason's opinions. No, <laughs> Jesus. I just. am trying. Like. <laughs> I
0: mean, look the world. The world keeps trying to kill us. Yeah. That's that's, that's you know you can't really refute that. Global warming, yeah. rising amount of diseases, diseases that fight vaccinations, like yeah. You know, yeah. resources running out. The world's trying to kill us, and I think the world's trying to send a message that there's too many of us. So let's all have one kid, please, if we're going to reproduce. Yeah. Um, anyway, China's got the right idea.
2: Yeah, I mean, is that China that does that? I think it was. Is Thanos an allegory for China? Maybe. Oh. I mean, I don't know. China's,
0: environment, China's environment, China's <laughs> environment and economy have really yeah. improved over the last few years. So, anyway, mm. uh, but that's that's a total sidetrack. Thanos, to me, up until this movie, Thanos was really annoying to me. Why? Because he's been teased for 10 years? Well, because he had been teased for 10 years, but also, every time he shows up in a movie, he doesn't need to freaking be there. Like, in Guardians of the Galaxy, my biggest problem with that movie is that Thanos is there. I like that! I hate it, because then the villain of the movie, who's supposed to be Ronan becomes useless and all those scenes that you're like watching thanos and having him like do this weird back and forth dialogue those could have been interesting scenes where we establish more motivation for ronin and like give him an actual presence in this universe instead it's just like ah, oh, ronin's just like this quibbling little errand yeah. boy for thanos like and they have this weird negotiation to do things for each other like yeah.
1: i mean ronin's is a very cool character um yeah. The idea, yeah the idea but, of uh, him uh uh-huh. The idea of him is very cool. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah they don't really use him. And the only thing he does really is just like be evil. I want to get rid of Xandar! Yeah, that, that's like the only and, motivation because.
0: So well, yeah, they
1: could have fleshed him out. But well, like, and the reason
0: what? the reason for getting rid of Sandar, they de- they never really give like a complete reason for him wanting that, other than like really quick him saying like oh they represent whatever. And, and that's because Thanos takes so much screen time that there's no friggin' time to establish Ronan's motivations, like uh-huh. why he believes that. And so I, to me, Thanos was always that thing that was like. <sighs> this is like because we're in this larger universe, this guy's showing up and like making yeah. us do that. You know, like.
1: Well, I mean, okay. they had that. They wanted to still continue to tease him and like kind of develop him as a character. Yeah. But they couldn't do that for another like what? four years three years yeah i think so they wanted to have a little bit more presence than just like him smiling at the end of avengers sure. putting on a glove at the end of the second avengers well
0: then that's the thing too is then then just like don't have ronin you know what i mean like for me guardians of the galaxy was a thing where i'm like i was annoyed by the presence of thanos because either a he should just be the villain of that movie or b you know he shouldn't be there at all yeah but then you don't have any closure no dance-off to save the yeah. universe yeah <laughs>
3: It could, been, it could have just been movie. It could have
0: been Thanos yeah. jumping
2: in the ship and running away. Yeah, it's cool to see like Thanos That's like, actually like doing stuff. You know, like actually like establishing himself.
0: Yeah, you know, I like, guess.
2: You should have sent me the stone because I'm going to send this stone. For- yeah, it seems very like transactional. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah. But, like he's like postmates. And, like, he postmates Ronan and Aaron, is the guy. Yeah. He's, oh, he's I, trying to he's
0: trying to get an, an infinity stone delivered to him, and he yeah. keeps hiring these little errand boys like Loki and Ronan
1: and whatever. He lost an infinity stone because of Loki. Yeah. That's why you don't get postmates. Which is you lose interesting. Your food. Which is yeah, we'll talk about that huh. later. on <laughs> yeah. Retcons, but yeah. Um.
0: So so the MacGuffin ranking for Infinity War. What is there's that? a lot of MacGuffins in this movie. It's like every Infinity Stone.
2: Yeah. Plus the hammer.
1: Plus,
0: Plus the
2: hammer.
1: The hammer was interesting because it was like Thor got the most screen time. Yeah. Out of everybody, and he's just basically undoing all of his character development from the yeah. previous film. Yeah. yeah including getting his eye back, getting his hammer back. Yeah. And it's like, the, didn't we just watch a movie that literally takes place right before this movie? Yeah. You know, this is like straight, like from the end of Ragnarok. Yeah. Into this. And uh, he's already, that's what he learned, you know, you don't need the hammer. Yeah. He's not the god of hammers. He's the god yeah. of twinkle fingers, right? yeah, yeah. So... Are you you
0: Thor the god of hammers? (laughs) No, you're Thor the god of thunder. Yeah, I I
1: actually really like that scene in Ragnarok. Anyway, yeah, it's cool. And like all the character development in that movie gets undone. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird that we're watching this whole movie and the the main character, Mm -hmm. besides Thanos, you know, that gets the most screen time is Thor and he's making a hammer.
0: Well, and that's see, that's kind of become the norm for the MCU is you do all this radical stuff in the solo movies and then just kind of undo it in the team up movies. Like Iron Man has that happen after Iron Man 3. He gives up the suits. He like stops that being Iron true. Man. And then like a year later, it's like, oh, looks like I got a million suits again. Oops. See, Whoa, whose
1: idea was it to be like, hey, we're going to have Iron Man stop being Iron Man? And oh, I'm sure that was Shane Black's idea. The studio's like, uh... It's already uh, RDJ, man. We can only uh, Iron Man, we'll keep him around for a while.
0: It would have been interesting <laughs> if they had just like sidelined Iron Man for a few movies. Like if he had just been like this guy in the background that was like their man in the chair kind of thing. Yeah. That would have been a very interesting way to do it. And then like in Civil War, he's finally like, I don't think that I'm going to pull out my suit to stop Captain America. Like yeah.
1: That would work not for the initial movie. It would be like, where's Iron Man? But like in the future, when he comes back, they'll be like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. No. But... Once the what movie came out, that would be rage.
0: If in, like, Ultron, if in Avengers Age of Ultron, he had no suit and was just, like, trying to... I mean, like, and maybe the plot of that movie doesn't work as well, but that's fine, because the plot of that movie doesn't work anyway. Uh, no Hulkbuster?
1: Ooh. Arguably uh, the best part of the movie. Ooh, that's true.
0: It would have it just... I think it would have been nice, at least, if he had had some debate. Like, because Age of Ultron just starts with him, like, I'm flying around in this Iron Man suit. Like... I'm doing my Iron Man thing again, and if it had just been like he starts out being the guy in the chair while they're performing these raids, and then eventually when Hulk goes crazy or whatever, he finally like busts out a suit and like goes back
1: into it, yeah. even that would have been cool. Th- I think it's good for his story because like you know he first gives it up and then he doesn't. Mm. He comes back and he was like, "What the heck?" But yeah. then in Civil War, you know, they flesh out his character a little bit more. And are we talking kinda, about these you know, movies? Huh?
0: I just realized like we're talk we keep talking about these yeah. movies that
1: aren't Infinity War but yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah. it's about the characters cuz Infinity yeah. War is about all these characters yeah. and you know all the build up. So um but yeah they they touch on that and he says he doesn't want to give it up. Yeah. And he's that's what if you want to tie this back into Infinity War he's got this obsession yeah with uh Thanos. That's yeah. true. Thanos has been in his head this long that he's like that's that's his character is it, yeah. is he knows that he learned that's it from the, the beginning game. of the movie, you know, uh First Avengers that he's like yeah. In we the first Iron this, yeah. Man, I can protect everybody. Yeah. By the second Iron Man, he's created peace in the Middle East or whatever that is. Yeah. To mean. And then casually. all of a sudden, yeah. he's like, he's in, 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 insignificant. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Said the word. But <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now he, and then he meets Thanos, and Thanos yeah. is someone he can't beat. Yeah. No matter how hard he tries, he try, he was the one that got the closest. Mm-hmm. He drew blood, well, besides Thor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, he still, he couldn't beat him. So, like, I think that's really interesting that we're going to be able to see how he's going to beat him in Endgame. Yeah, how
0: yeah. he can finally bring that sort of resolution to his his, uh, his quabbles with the cosmic. Um, that's pretty good. It's interesting. I, so, my thing with the MacGuffins in this movie is that they're basically just taking all the MacGuffins from every other Marvel movie and putting them together. Yeah. And it's just like this little jewel quest throughout most of it where it's but That's it's funny. basically it, it makes it move it's just like they're not interesting the biggest thing I like about Star Wars is that the MacGuffin of that movie is interesting R2-D2 is interesting he has his own agency and it allows the plot to keep changing directions whereas it's like I, I, I don't like the chasing objects yeah. MacGuffins you know where it's just like I need this jewel um, which is why I like the Winter Soldier or the, the Civil War you know the MacGuffin is Bucky you know, and Bucky yeah. has his own opinion on what should happen to him, and
2: and his own agenda, <laughs> exactly. Rather than just these little, yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I just one thing I did really notice noticed about it that was kind of cool is that they did a great job of like separating mm-hmm. the heroes out before they got way too busy and way too complicated. Yeah, because you have like Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and then Spider Man, and they all get on that big. Ship or whatever, and then yeah. they go out into space, and yeah. that separates them out from everyone else. Yeah. And then the Guardians split from Thor and Rocket, and they all kind of like stay compartmentalized. Which yeah, is, like interesting.
0: And it was a good way to balance Andy, it because then yeah. it's like anytime there's like a little moment of like almost like a cliffhanger moment, you can just cut to the other group yeah. and be like, "All right, let's see what these guys are doing for a while," and then build up the tension in that scene, and then go and pay off the tension in the other scene, like yeah. Game of Thrones style. Game of yeah. Thrones style, exactly. And this, honestly, the plotting of this movie and probably of Endgame as well feels very 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 game of thrones um you know it feels very uh, and even even to take it back even further it feels very charles dickens you know like this is exactly how dickens would write his stuff and and it's what really influenced comic book storytelling is all these crazy characters you just keep introducing them and then you can balance all these weird subplots and create a narrative that just keeps on going mm. uh star wars as well you know like it's 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 become the modern way of storytelling Char- like just serializing everything just exactly. Yeah. Next yeah. week, Dickens Next was one. a was ahead of his time, man. Oh. But
1: I think that that's actually a pretty important part of the story too. Is how they separate each other. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. works great for the narrative. You know. Yeah. to be like you were just explaining, but it's also it's everybody's separate. And I think in an end game, they're mm-hmm. all going to come together. Yeah, you know, and try to beat them together because in this one, you know, half of them are in space, half of them are in that's Wakanda. That's
0: true. They're trying to tackle mm-hmm. the problem divided,
1: yeah. and they can only win when they're yeah, united. Yeah, basically what yeah. what Civil War is about. You know. Yeah, it's true. You know, interesting. Divided, they're not as strong, mm. but when they're together, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, do you think they're going to win an end game? Oh no, definitely, mm-hmm. not. definitely. Everyone
0: not. dies. They they're going to kill yeah. the universe. Avengers. No more movies. Infinity War Part yeah. Three they've surprise. Been, they've been teasing. They've been teasing all these trailers for Spider Man Far From Home, but it's a fake movie mm-hmm. that they didn't make, and uh, it's
1: uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so amazing.
0: That'd be know. funny. That'd be the biggest fake out ever. They're like, nope, no more Marvel movies. Bye. They just made a trailer. <laughs> they just piece. made enough
3: footage for a trailer. Exactly.
0: Yeah, they shot for like three days. Um, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, um, so this movie uh, is the highest grossing Marvel movie. It made two point yeah. zero four eight billion dollars <laughs> at the box office. Is that a lot of money? That is <laughs> quite a bit of money. Oh. Um in in the uh, in the sort of pantheon of all time worldwide movies, Avengers: Infinity War currently ranks number four of all time. Uh, it is the fourth movie to ever cross two billion dollars at the international
1: wow. box office. Insane, pretty wild, impressive.
0: Yeah. I do you think Endgame is going to beat
1: it? Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know. It's three hours long. You don't get enough show yeah. times in.
0: Exactly, yeah. less show times. People always discount that. Um, it, you could probably still
1: get three. That's the average for movies. Three showtimes? No, no. Nah. Huh. No. Usually, you get we'll your st- two o'clock. You get your five o'clock, or you get yeah. You
0: for a three-hour movie, you'd be able to do a two o'clock, like a five, uh, five fifteen, and then like a yeah. But the thing is, is uh,
1: you can play this in. It's it's a huge movie, so you can play it in three or four. You can play it in every theater, and it'll probably yeah. still sell out. You know. Yeah, I don't know. theaters we'll are see. big now, dude. They've got yeah. fourteen, are fifteen, and depending on how much um, demand they have for the movie, that's yeah. how that's how they determine how many theaters it gets. Mm. So it might. I not feel bad into, for any
0: other movie opening. Yeah, they end-game. should know
1: not to
2: do that. <laughs> Tell that to Dark Phoenix. <laughs> well, you, you think about like this. Well, they has don't been, care anymore. Yeah, yeah, this has been like building up since the first Avengers movie. Yeah, I remember people been like that's one of the infinity stars I was like yeah what does that mean what is that <laughs> like, and that's that's also go a retcon big gold club. The, tesseract <laughs> is, the, the
0: tesseract is such a huge retcon that we need to talk about when or I guess that we already did yeah. talk about in our Avengers
1: episode yes um, we did that was so interesting that's such an interesting yeah. discussion Well, we said the thing about the thing and it yeah, yeah. yeah. it's pretty good I um, go what ahead. I
2: find interesting about infinity wars infinity war wars infinity war. I'm just pluraling everything. everything everything gets a plural yeah is there a weird? You did that kind last of, week? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Captain's America. <laughs> is there's a weird kind of like family theme? Yeah. And like I I don't know what where they're going with it, which is kind of strange to mm-hmm. me. Because like Loki says he's like Odin's son and like Thor loses all of his family. Yeah. And all his little mini boss dudes are called like the children of Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're I don't know, there's just lots of like family links made in there. It like, is interesting. I don't know where I it goes, that.
1: it's strange.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see it tied together, too, because obviously yeah. Nebula and Gamora are both like children of Thanos. I mean, I guess he kills Gamora in this movie, yeah. but...
1: They're a lot more comical than the rest of the, the other children. Yeah. You got like yeah. this blue and green alien robots, and then you got like these creepy ones yeah Mm -hmm. all the creepy horror children (laughs) we don't don't talk to those yeah we don't talk to squidward that's Um, that's when we stick over here (laughs) what did you guys think of those villains because the 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 main reason for those villains Mm -hmm. is to have someone to defeat at the end of Infinity war yeah to try to make it complete like you're saying because they all end up dying but yeah spoiler alert um yeah yeah, they all die by the end of the movie i you know that's the thing is is i
0: get it but it's another one of those things where i wish any of those three had shown up at any point prior yeah. You know? Yeah, like If they we're, were. going to tease Thanos this whole time and he has these children that are like his underlings or whatever, where the F have they been? We've been seeing this weird hooded guy like talking to Loki and getting his neck snapped for like four movies. Like, you know, why, why haven't
1: yeah. any of these dudes shown up? Like, I don't know. It would have been nice to see those, like, at least be like in the background of yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, just say a couple things oh, in a there's scene. that guy. Or yeah. like, yeah. When, he's, when, when Thanos well, is commanding Loki that, that, I was like, yeah, my children... Yeah. Or something. Yeah, but they th- didn't they didn't actually know the the plot of yeah. Infinity War until it no. came out and they're like, Well, we're gonna make it it's not a huge point in the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. And if you read the comic book, he just does it as one of the things he's trying to do to impress death. Yeah. And they made it like his whole goal, his yeah. whole life's goal. Yeah. Is I to can, yeah, wipe out half the life. I and I like, like oh, how they did yeah. that. Yeah, it was cool. It's fun. 'Cause it was like what what is the threat? Like was he getting what is he getting the glove for? Is he gonna impress death? I don't think that would translate well into the yeah, MCU. I agree. But uh, what do you think? Do you think that's a good motivation for this
0: villain? I think it's... I, I actually like it a lot more than the sort of... Uh, he's in evil. love with death. Yeah. yeah. I actually... did not make
1: any sense. It didn't make any sense in the com- comic. Yeah. Comic
0: books really weird. Comic books get weird. And I, I, I like that comic books can do that. But it is one of those things where I think for this medium, for these audiences and stuff like that, I think that's the right way to go with this adaptation is to be like, no, he, he thinks his cause is just... You know, it's it's a lot less like "quote unquote" selfish, and he feels as though he's doing good for other people, and that he's accomplishing something, rather than just like, I want to, f- f- you know, fuck this skeleton chick and and, and get it on. So I'm going to kill a bunch of people for it. Like, I, I I think it's I think it's a way better motivation because, in all honesty, Thanos in the comics is a pretty hollow villain. Um, you know, there's a reason yeah. why there's not a ton of Thanos stories. He looks really cool, and he's fun, you know, to play with because he's so powerful or whatever. But like. You know, he's no, like Red Skull in the comics can be pretty interesting, you know, and, and there's a few of those MCU or Marvel villains that, that can be fun to play with, but Thanos is just like, he's just a, a force, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, uh, this movie, uh, for, the, for the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scores on it, uh. it got 85% critics, which is less than uh, Civil War, which we talked about previous. I thought it would uh. be in the 90s. You'd think so. Yeah. The audience score, though, 91%. Solid. So, audience a little more satisfied with this one than Civil it's War. Probably
1: because it has the same critics have the same complaint that you do, mm-hmm. where it's Empire Strikes Back, where it's not like a complete movie. Yeah, uh, that's what I think yeah. that it probably gets. It probably does. Yeah. From
0: um, now, this movie uh, we we talk about in all of our uh, uh, episodes uh, is the the larger MCU and whether or not it weighed on the narrative of this movie. Uh, this is, I think, heavily. another one <laughs> Heav- heavily <laughs> yeah. for sure. But I think this is also another one that that it is the larger MCU exactly narrative. that it, that it is sort of yeah. carrying that narrative. You know these 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 team up movies. I think the purpose of them is the larger MCU, and so That's when true. they are when the larger MCU is the story rather than just like being a backdrop to the story, I think it yeah. usually does it favors. Yeah, um, I
2: think that was kind of half the fun of it as well was saying like. These weird interactions where you're like, Oh, I've never seen the Guardians with Thor before, and I've never yeah. seen this with this person. And like And that was great. And like the trade-offs between like Iron Man and like um Doctor Strange It's like the most empirical person yeah. and the most like crazy, mystical. I, I just yeah. love that. Yeah. There's Every so single
0: character others. dynamic in this was very fun. Yeah. Even like good. Peter Quill Peter Quill, Peter Parker, and Tony Stark, like that weird triangle of them talking for a yeah. minute is a very fun dynamic because they're all like the weird sarcastic one. Yeah. But in their own different ways and you just like, for that second, you see like, oh, they're not the same type of sarcastic and they kind of hate each other.
1: Well, the, the coolest thing about those two yeah. is they've been in the MCU for a very long time mm-hmm. and they're yeah. finally getting to meet. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird because the Guardians have been, you know, kind of their own thing off, you know, an offshoot of the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. And to see them interacting with the, uh, you know, other characters like Thor and Peter Parker and, uh, Iron Man, it's yeah. it's just really cool because it's almost as if like you didn't think it was gonna happen, but then when it does, it's like worlds colliding kind of thing. Where yeah. it's like,
2: whoa, it cool. weird. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was a lot of fun though. It was cool. It yeah. was
0: a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I I love all the character dynamics in this movie. Um, and that that is, I think, the most joyful thing is to like see these people finally come together, see people that haven't talked before start talking. You know, Thor and Rocket yeah. is such a fun dynamic. Uh, giant peter dinklage is a really cool thing yeah <laughs>
1: interesting yeah, yeah. they like the smallest actor uh uh-huh. the, the biggest the character
0: i and i also love stormbreaker the fact and the fact that groot is ends up being the one to like bring you know like make the handle for stormbreaker yeah. and yeah, i think it's
1: cool i think i think the hammer looks i don't like the, the look of it really but i like the where it comes from i think they're yeah. gonna try and like make it look cooler Interesting. I think they have Somehow. because in the in Infinity War... I don't know. I could be completely wrong and uh, misremembering yeah. everything, but it's very, like, uh, you know, Groot arm, like, yeah. natural. And yeah. then they try, try to, like, you know... Polish it down or something? Yeah, polish it, carve it into, like, a nice, cool handle. Interesting. I would like them to do that yeah. at yeah. some point. I
0: Regardless, I just love how enormous and unwieldy it is. Yeah. Like, it's a really... It's big. It's enormous.
2: Yeah. And it just, like, runs on its own and just, like...
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it... And it flipped to him. Mjolnir yeah. never flipped. Yeah. It, it just went straight. And yeah. This one's yeah. like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like Cap's shield. It just doesn't make sense, but it's great to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
1: magical. Cap's yeah. shield
0: doesn't make sense yeah. at all. I but, uh, I do love when Thor drops into the the battle on Wakanda. Like that's probably yeah. the single most like joyful moment in this movie is when he drops in. You know, he's got Rocket on his shoulder,
2: and they're like firing across
0: like all these.
1: Ah, so cool. So dope. Yeah. I yeah. Now he comes yeah. in and just
2: wrecks. Yeah. Yeah. I just love when all like the, I don't know what, whatever the Thanos dudes are, yeah. all the ships are leaving and then you see like Thor going towards them and then it just, <laughs> and then it just cuts and you're like, yeah, they're probably dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're fine. They're probably gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't need to show me that. Like, they're
0: gone. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Um, And same with, like, Rocket seeing Bucky's arm for the first time, like, and using that established thing that he loves robotic limbs and just being (laughs) like, how much for your arm,
1: sir? (laughs) Yeah. That That is pretty solid.
3: Do you Uh, think that took away? mm
1: -hmm. I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing that a lot of people don't like is the quips. Because, like, in the middle of this big battle, Mm -hmm. they're talking about robotic arms and beards. I
2: feel like quips used in the right context are, like, perfect. Yeah. But this there was just the one scene where it was Thor and Rocket and uh-huh. going off in the pod uh-huh. and then uh, they're basically talking about like what have you got to lose or something Thor is like live for 15,000 years or whatever like all my family are dead I've got nothing to lose like wow. this is the end I'm like wow and then like Rock, Rocket just like quips over it I'm like oh god <laughs> I was like you had a perfect moment there like yeah it's a- yeah no that's um, that, is, that is a
0: that is a very uh, that is a very good point oh my god Chase Chase are you seeing this? Ryan's Ooh. Ryan's turning to ash. Why is what is happening to Ryan? Oh
1: my gosh! I told you it was <laughs> real.
0: Ah, the th- the snap! It must have happened. Oh my goodness! He's dead. He's 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 turning to ash. We need to we need to support. His, I'll go get the his, vacuum. We need to support his remaining family <laughs> by going to coronarycomic uh, dot com slash whatever. He's searching coronary comic on Google to to pick up the issue, or going to Comic Central or Comicsology. Uh, do it in his memory in his memory we should all buy coronary com the the comic coronary the first
1: three issues it's dope i haven't read it but i'm gonna read it
0: it's really good i've read it uh yeah and they should i guess they should probably follow ryan burke Ryder on twitter uh to to make sure that uh that uh they they see just in case something happens and every you know and the avengers save the universe and bring everyone back from ash so man that's that's really tragic i guess the show will go on though chase so this movie was, the, the the between this and Endgame, the production of this and Endgame is the most expensive film production that's ever happened. They spent a billion dollars on these two movies what? to produce
1: them. Are you not going to talk about what just happened? Yeah, no, he's... I'm still mourning. He's gone. I mean, some people move on, but yes, well, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll still move on. I, I
0: didn't even care about Ryan. Oh. I honestly didn't. I'm so glad I mean, he's I just, gone.
1: I just met him, so... I'm so glad he's gone. He's very, he's very British.
0: He was the worst. He's very British. Yeah, and yeah. that's I'm
1: jealous of his accent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Two.
0: Uh, How much? What'd you say? A billion dollars production budget for these two movies combined.
1: One
2: billion dollars.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm assuming four hundred of that went to Infinity War, which already would be the most expensive production budget that any movies ever had. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. I'm, I'm betting. I'm betting Endgame was about like I, I think the lion's share of that. Budget probably
1: went to Endgame. I mean, it's three hours long, and yeah. it's like, I, I mean, I like how they in the trailers they <clears throat> there's rumors that it's only been the, the first fifteen minutes, yeah. and then like all the other trailers have been uh, teasers, like
0: yeah, uh, yeah, because they w- keep pulling old footage from other. Well, movies no, no, they're
1: and... saying that they're like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you guys think you know from the trailers, yeah, but you don't because they're not. It's not in the movie. We're tricking you. We filmed. I mean, tricky scenes
0: that happened with Infinity War. I I've been watching. Yeah, they
1: they show the Hulk running around, yeah. you know. So like uh they show the,
0: Hulk running around, they show there's there's a bunch of stuff they show in actually yeah, even in um like the trailers they they color graded random things uh to to make them look a certain way. There are scenes in the trailers that gosh, I'm trying to remember like all the stuff that that I In Infinity War? In the Infinity War trailers that oh. that weren't
1: in the movies. Um well, they do that with all movies? I mean, did you see Rogue do, yeah. One, Rogue One, was like yeah. a lot. I was like I don't think any of the trailer was in the movie almost none of it. There was like probably like 20 seconds yeah. from a 3 minute trailer that was actually in the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of wild um the 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 amount that they or the the lengths that they've been going to to like keep everything under wraps. I think that's cool. I mean, I like
1: that like cuz you see movies like uh The Hellboy trailer and I'm like I don't really want to see this movie. I kind of I kind of can see all the beats they're going to take and like yeah. kind of basically what the movie's going to be about. Is like, well, I guess not exactly. But I'm like, ah, I kinda, you
0: kind of know the broad strokes, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm like, I can see it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not excited, but for this, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited! What are they going to do? Yeah, and it shows. It actually shows a little bit more now with the new stuff that they're yeah. showing now.
0: Well, it shows. It shows kind of a confidence, though. The fact that I think with any movie, your your first act should be enough to get people excited about it, you know. And so, if you make the trailer out of what happens in the first act and maybe the first part of the second act, you know, but don't like. I don't want, in any movie, I don't want the final confrontation to
1: to show up in the Yeah, I don't even like to see it, like tease, because they did tease them on Titan, and I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to see it in the movie. Totally.
0: And that's the thing, yeah, like your your first, the first half of your movie should be exciting enough that
1: people will go see it based on the stuff that you show there. Yeah. You know? Because like, I hate seeing stuff like when we watch Batman v Superman, and then all of a sudden Doomsday shows up, and I'm like... I lost all my excitement. I was super yep. excited for the trailer. I woke up at four in the morning to go to work, <laughs> and I was like barely awake. But when I saw that, I was super stoked. But yeah. when I was in the movie, I was like, "Well, there's doomsday. What else?" Yeah, and it's exactly. like, so yeah, I, I kind of like that approach that Marvel's taking. I mean, they have the room, you yep. know, the flexibility to do it because they're like, we know people are going to see these movies. Yeah. They're already invested. Yeah. You don't even need a trailer. That's what yeah. a lot of people were saying. You know, in the comment sections yeah. and stuff, they're like, we don't even need a trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, Infinity War is the trailer.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they, they didn't even, I mean, they didn't even reveal the name of the movie until, you know, four or five months before it's coming out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, so
1: I think, I think that's really cool. And I like, uh, I like that with the, the, the Russo brothers are wanting to do that. They're yeah. wanting to, people to experience their movies in the theater mm-hmm. and not on their cell phone. With the yeah. sound turned off because you couldn't get the sound on quite. <laughs> fast enough. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm totally with you.
0: Um, I think, and it's so we we have uh, Infinity War just kind of like playing on silent in the background. Um, this scene though that, that that's coming up right now is when Thor first meets the Guardians. This is maybe one of my favorite ex- like dialogue scenes that I've ever seen in an action. I movie.
1: was gonna say the same thing, but then I was like, "What are the other ones?" And I'm like, "Those are amazing too." Like yeah. with, like what you said, Peter Quill and Peter Parker and Iron Man. And yeah. Yeah, no, this one's good though because it's, uh, I think it was actually a lot of the dialogue was written by James Gunn. Yeah. Which is really cool because they brought him on and uh, then they fired him, but they brought him <laughs> back. So
3: <laughs>
1: everything's good. We're just
0: a little bit later of a release date. Yeah, and we talked about that a bit on our Guardians episodes too. Um, yeah, in, yeah. In the past when we recorded them.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I was bringing it up, you
0: yeah, know? Yeah. Um, Flashback. <laughs> I love this, this weird timey-wimey nonsense. We're
1: basically time traveling right now. Well, yeah, basically the you know, <laughs> I don't the know.
0: Avengers. But I think this is why you bring in these sitcom people is that they can handle large casts and still keep the voices very distinct and and kind of like have these funny little exchanges and I don't know. I and I, I love the insecurity on Peter Quill's part, like when Thor shows up, all of a sudden,
1: like he just gets well because you know if you see Peter Quill, he's like he's the only guy, yeah, like he's the human, you know. I don't know. He's the only one that looks like that and, you know, Chris Pratt's pretty big. Yeah. He's about 6'3". Uh-huh. And then uh Chris Hemsworth shows up and he's bigger. Yeah, and he's, he's standing, six, next, four.
0: standing next to this this literal god who's just like, even more. And like Chris Pratt is a he's a hot dude. Like he's he's got a he's got a, you know, he works out clearly. He's got a good body whatever. And but then like yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Thor, next to him. I mean,
1: Chris Hemsworth is you know he's basically a god. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. still, he is Thor. Yeah, they're talking about his muscles and whatnot. And, so good, and obviously, someone like Peter Quill is going to be like. Yeah, jealous. Yeah, you know, with Gamora, he's like, "Don't touch him." And I think, I think that it, it helps
0: because I think if Chris Pratt was sitting there in a tank top, we'd just be like, "Oh, they're just two sexy dudes." I think it's helpful that Chris Pratt's just wearing his jacket this whole time, so it makes him look like maybe he's not quite as ripped as he is. It
1: is true, but um, dude, Chris Hemsworth is big. Yeah, I I've been working out. I've been trying to get <laughs> to that. <laughs> it's it's really hard, yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, and I've I've noticed because I'm like uh, you know, seeing how you know how big these guys are and yeah. like, thor is probably one of the the biggest ones yeah chris hemsworth is for sure so yeah i mean uh, it kind of sucks for chris pratt because he's <laughs> like he's the good-looking guy and then he's yeah like, one notch above him is chris hemsworth
0: in in the context of the guardians movies everyone's like oh my god chris pratt yeah but, yeah <laughs> but then you see and same with like chris evans and stuff it's the chris's man there's just it's a bunch of bunch of handsome ripped white dudes that's really it's it's hard to differentiate but Apparently, we have we know at least one of our rankings of them next to each other. We know that Chris Hemsworth goes above Chris Pratt. So yeah. now we've got to see Chris Evans get in the mix and see how they really stack
1: up. Uh, Chris Evans is actually pretty short. He's six foot. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Same height as me. Yeah. So I'm like, I
0: could get to that.
1: <laughs> I'm six
0: foot. Hey, man. I mean, Tom Cruise is like five two.
1: Yeah, so apparently not they're not all, short, but... lot, all really short. Yeah, a lot except, of except for the superhero ones. And you got Aquaman. Exactly. Aquaman.
0: Superheroes are getting taller, man. Like Henry Cavill's five eleven, and he's that's short. He's five Mm-hmm.
1: That is really short. Ben Affleck's like six three or something like that. Huh. Oh yeah, one. he is pretty tall, which is yeah. cool. Anyway, um So this yeah. scene right here. Um Paul Bettany is the vision. He's, he's with vision and he's he's, he's just in Paul love. Bettany. He's like in a hotel room with uh, Scarlet Witch, yeah. and he's a human being. Yeah, can he do that in the comics?
0: I think maybe there was like one story, one time
1: where he made himself look like a human. I'm not positive. I think it's. I think that's like a kind of a weird thing. I mean, it makes yeah. sense in the context context of the movie, yeah, because like they do have a relationship in the comics, right? yeah, yeah. But like he's a robot, so if him making himself human, like that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, you know, it's and I mean also like
0: the nice thing for Paul Bettany and for the production is he can just put on a coat and be vision <laughs> instead yeah. of like having to sit in six hours of makeup or whatever it took to to get him there um but yeah I, I, it was one of those things where i do just kind of prefer to see him as
1: vision but yeah it's kind of like the same it. thing with jennifer lawrence and mystique yep it's like put on the makeup yeah i'm like if you're gonna play the role and then she got too big and she don't want to have to wear the makeup yeah But, yeah, it's like the same thing. I was like, oh, my God. If you're going to do the role, commit. Yeah. I'm like, if I were in a role like that, I'd be like, yeah. mm -hmm. I'd be like, what do you – Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. Or uh, the guy who plays Yondu. Oh. um, Rooker. Yeah, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. They put it on just to go hang out and go to things like that. And I'm like, that's cool. That's Mm -hmm. commitment to a role. Yeah. And, uh, I
0: mean, it might not be him. I think – yeah, I think with this one – I mean, I'm sure Paul Bettany hated getting all that makeup put on him, but at the same time, I'm betting for this one, it was more like we have so much to do on this movie. The last thing we need is to delay filming because Paul Bettany's sitting in makeup for four hours, you know? Let's have him come
1: early. <laughs> but there's, then well, there's the, always a solution well, to everything. Well, you have him come
0: early, but the problem is that usually you're filming for about 12 hours and there's a certain minimum amount of turnaround that, that you have to give your crew before they can start the next day. Oh, that is true. And also, yeah, you just don't want to. Kill anyone by giving them like
1: extended well, then ha- periods of time. Oh, I guess they sleep. have the entire Guardians of the Galaxy crew that they need to do. And he spends. This is the only scene that he is in. Yeah, he's in this. Yeah, he's already Vision. Yeah, exactly. He gets stabbed through the chest.
0: Yeah, so it's it's and, and I mean obviously yeah like they they kind of use their one moment of being like okay he's Vision right now or well, they, yeah. I guess they have. A couple I don't think moments, it was but. because
1: of that. I think it was they tried to humanize him. I I, I think it was a thing that served multiple functions. I, think I mean I'd, that'd be like that's a plus. It's yeah. Like it's like oh yeah, we want to humanize him, and then we don't have to do it for like half a scene. Yeah, it'll, it'll
0: be I, I, yeah. I'd be curious to
1: see. Obviously, where they, it first it's the came same from. scene, so they had to do makeup for him. I mean, it could be a different day. Oh yeah, you do.
0: I am sure it was a different day. In fact, because um, the action scenes usually the, like you'll film action scenes together because they require their own setup and their own crew and stuff like that. And so, from dialogue scene to action scene, yeah, it's it's typically going to be on different days. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, I don't know. I think a lot of those things in filmmaking, they'll start from one point. Maybe it was written as him being human. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, like usually, what'll happen is, oh, here's an idea that does this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing. You know, it saves us money, it saves us time, and it shows him more human. Whatever. Like, yeah, two birds. eh? Yeah, exactly. Do multiple things.
1: But so in this in this scene, uh, it's
0: the first appearance of the uh, or no, it's not the first appearance. They first show up in New York, huh?
1: Um, a couple of them. Because this is the first appearance of Proxima Midnight. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, the other dude, I don't know his name. That guy. That guy. Um, with the hood. Yeah. The one with the hood and the pointy ears. Uh-huh. But um, I was going to say, they I think that they stab him through the chest kind of to... Prevent him from like using his powers. Yeah, because he's like very OP, you know? And like even in uh, Civil War, which we yeah. talked about, you know, last time, uh, he's um, overpowered. And yeah. like, why, why did he not use his powers in that? And he kind of does, but he's kind of like refraining yeah. for this one, for that one. And that, you know, explains it like, oh, why wasn't he using Yeah, because emotion emotions Because he didn't want to kill the good guys. But this one, it's like, he's he is super powerful, yeah. but then they have to de, you know. The, yeah. It's the same Always. problem with all the superheroes that we were talking about on the the Patreon.
0: Yeah, on our Patreon exclusive episode. Yeah, you should check it out. We talked about Captain Marvel. That might be cool.
1: Um, it's pretty sick. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's a they have a weird consistency, or uh, not consistency, uh... They're, yeah, their power, yeah, is not very constant, you know. Yeah, because they only does it to serve the plot, kind yeah. of almost where they're like, if he's too powerful here, we yeah. need to make him weaker. Every team up
0: movie, they take the overpowered ones and they find a way to either take them away from the action or to depower them. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's it's and I mean, you know, whatever. It's it's what's gonna happen when you have like Black Widow on the same team as Thor. You know, where it's just like, yeah. That's... You got to
1: make the other ones relevant. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so either you put Black Widow in a giant robot suit or you make Thor, you know, you send Thor off world or whatever. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And it's the fun thing about these, these, you know, children of Thanos is that this is probably one of the most recent comic book pulls that they've done in these movies where like those characters come from a comic book that came out four years before this movie was made. Like, really, yeah, that's really short. Yeah, Jonathan Hickman created those those characters in his Avengers run, um, and which his Avengers run I think is really good, but also really inconsistent. Uh, there's a bunch of moments where it really drags. He's he did the giant Infinity event uh, that was just called Infinity, and it was about oh. like the son of Thanos and all that. stuff. I tried
1: to read that, and I just couldn't get into it.
0: The middle drags really bad, but the art is incredible on the entire run. Um, which also the next movie is going to probably pull from that a lot because that's kind of where a lot of these like the Avengers have spacesuits and they go out to fight like. These threats and stuff. It's a really good looking comic, and I think if it was like condensed a bit, it would be really good. But it gets really convoluted toward the middle. Um, the other thing too, what do you what do you think of this secret Avengers team? This sort of like Captain America and Black Widow, like and Scarlet Witch, kind of going around in these like stealth outfits. Well, well, I
1: want to know what they've been doing. Same, because like they kind of show up and they, you know, they're worse yeah. for wear. You know, kind of like he's got the he. I think he store the tore the star off intentionally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was to like hide his identity or to like as a symbol in in the movie. It's a symbol that he is no longer Captain America, yeah. and it might serve as that. You He's know, nomad, yeah, or whatever in the nomad costume.
0: <laughs> the right, the real nomad costume in the yeah, comics. The, oh yeah, it's rough. The, huh?
1: the low cut, sexy <laughs> V neck all the way to his belly button. It's rough. And I'm like, I had no idea that that's what it looked like, but yeah. The name serves perfectly for this. Totally. For him. So, I, you know, they don't use it. Yeah. That's the thing about, like, all these superhero movies is a lot of the times they never get called. Yeah.
0: They're Which, sp- it does make sense if they were to be, like, I'm sure, like, the only way that they could have done it is if they were, like, going over, like, comms and, like, everyone had, like, a separate code name to use or whatever. And it just like, seems silly. Nomad coming in or something. Like, it does. Yeah. It would just seem out of context. It would seem weird. Um,
1: yeah. Because, I mean, like, Captain America, they call him Cap. And then you got yeah. Iron Man which makes sense cuz he calls himself Iron Man and Thor's name is Thor. Yeah. Black Widow and Hawkeye it's just dumb code names. <laughs> but like most most of the time when they talk to each other they call them by their first names. Yeah. And, and they do that in comic to. books too, don't they? All the time, yeah. Not the old ones, but
0: Yeah, well even even in the old ones a bit. Um it, it is interesting. I I I wish that there had been a bit more that there had been more time to play with the Secret Avengers stuff. Like it would have been really cool to just see like a Secret Avengers movie. You know, before all this stuff where they're, like, doing, kind of, like, going around the world doing little espionage Well, technically, or they weren't
1: see the Secret Avengers.
0: Yeah, I mean, that wasn't their name, but, like...
1: I think they don't call them that in case they want to use that in the future. That's fair. Kind of thing. Yeah. I, I feel like they do that a lot. Yeah. Where they're, like, we don't want to, like, straight up say something in yeah. case we need to use it in the future because they did that with the Tesseract. <laughs> yeah. You know? Remember, we talked about that in the, the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah.
0: It's 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 interesting all the the sort of the retconning and that's like the the phase one movies as we talked about. I'm like, yeah, there are there are a lot of weird uh, uh, thi- you know things that they just kind of because they-, they made that mistake where they just like threw a bunch of stuff out there, a bunch of these Easter eggs, but then they ended up being really problematic down the road where they're like, well, what the f? Why is that Infinity Gauntlet in Thor's trophy room? Yeah, I
1: mean we've gone over yeah so many of them that wow, jeez, didn't drop anything. I'm good breaking stuff over here (laughs) but uh yeah they've done that but i like that they get to the point that they're actually still doing it yeah like um you know when thanos they didn't even know what thanos was going to be doing like what his motivations were going to be until this movie like we've seen him throughout the movie we've seen him in several different movies yeah as teasers and then one is like kind of a part villain yeah and then this one everybody was wondering before it even came out they were wondering like Mm. hey what is he going to be doing? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they, they just change it and they're like, he's all about balance. And they mm-hmm. give Gamora this little knife that's about balance and that she, we've never seen the knife before. Yeah. But all of a sudden she has it and she's all holding it, holding, she still has it yeah. in the scene when she's talking to Peter Quill. Yeah. And it's like, that came out of nowhere. Absolutely. Nowhere. Cause like they do that in a lot of movies mm-hmm. where, um, n- you know, Spider-Man two. Yeah. When, uh, He's got the coins and the calculator, yeah. and they like they add all this stuff that wasn't in the his bag yeah. in the first one, and it's like that wasn't there in the first one. Yeah, so yeah, I do like it though. When you were saying earlier in the episode that when they use strings that they've already had,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 again it's that it's that playing in the sandbox thing, going like okay, we need a plot point, we need a way from get, we need a way to get from point A to point B, and instead of just being like oh, we need a way to get to point from point A to point B. Let's just make this thing up, and now we have a way to get there. Rather than doing that, going okay, let's go back through what's happened before and see if we can find something that accomplishes you know, connect that for the us. dots exactly, and because it, it makes it feel like a much more cohesive universe. And I think that is the later Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, the sort of post Phase Two cinematic universe uh, has been very, very good at that. Has been very good at pulling from the established continuity, and I'm sure. You know, they're like I don't know if it's just the writers like going back through and like watching all the movies or something, or if maybe Marvel has like people that are kind of helping the writers and being like, "Hey, here's a few dangling plot threads that we could use." Like, you know, I feel like they must have a couple continuity
1: people that are just like, "Here's some shit." I mean, they have to because like they've they've done such a good job of it that like no yeah. one else has been able to reproduce. Yeah, you know, you got like the DC trying to do crap like this, and it's just like DC's retcons and. Stuff like that is like unreal. Oh yeah, was, from like,
0: movie to movie, it makes no sense. Same with like the X Men movies.
1: Yeah, from yeah. From movie to movie, that just doesn't hold up. Yeah, but like they've they've been so consistent. Not perfect. No, yeah, of course, by any means. No. But uh, but there's there hasn't they've been gotten anything so good, and this movie is proof that like you can have a twenty one, twenty two movie story arc. Yeah, that is works.
0: Yeah, that still ends up being satisfying. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> It's fascinating to just think about all of the machinations that must go into making that happen. Uh, I I don't know. I I think Kevin Feige has done such a good job producing this and and you know who knows where all of the the credit lies for for all of this working as well as it does, but um one thing I, I you know the thing that we a few things that we bring up um in a lot of our episodes here. Uh the first thing is this is a star-studded movie. Who do you think had the best performance in this entire movie?
3: Best
1: performance i don't know dude because like is there like someone's figured out the screen time of each character yeah I'm um sorry. yeah
0: and thanos i think thanos has by far
1: the most screen time yeah i think uh thanos did a really good good job or josh, uh, josh brolin because he's menacing uh-huh. but like yet still you know like relatable like yeah he, you have a little bit of compassion for him with for some reason because when he has to throw Gamora off the edge mm-hmm. he's just like a really interesting character where he's not like your typical villain. Yeah. Like there's some really bad villains in the in the MCU. Yeah. Um like one of my least favorite ones is uh Yellow Jacket. Oh yeah. Yeah, because like I said um in that episode <laughs> before he's just boring. Yeah. And he's just evil for evil's sake. Yeah. Like he's just, you know, whatever. But like Thanos is he has motivations where he's trying to do good. He thinks yep. he's the hero. Yeah. This movie is very much just his movie mm-hmm. because I mean they they actually had we're going to have him narrate the the movie, but they removed that. Interesting. Um that was a rumor. I don't know. I read that like <laughs> yesterday on the internet. But uh yeah, that wouldn't have been very good. But like yeah. yeah, he I don't know. I like him. What do you think about Thanos as a villain? I think he's pretty good. I definitely
0: have my I've, I've had my qualms with him i i up until this point I did not like his existence uh in this universe just because it felt it always felt superfluous it always felt like it anytime he showed up it just made the story of whatever movie he was in get really convoluted you know anytime he involved himself it was always just like what like why why do we have to explain this guy like you know what is going even though I knew it was building to him it was just like if you're a person just watching a movie, like especially Guardians, I think you watch that movie and you're like, okay, so this guy is doing this for this guy, but then this guy wants this, but then these people want that other guy. So why are they attacking this guy? Like, it just starts to get really weird, like middle managing a, a criminal plot. Like,
1: um, I mean, we've talked a lot about his yeah plan throughout yeah. the movies. It doesn't make any sense, you know, at all. But um,
0: but yeah, I I do think that I do think that in this movie he's handled very well. Um, I like the scene with he and Gamora, where you know when he when he sort of pushes her, like he sacrifices her for mm. the stone. Like, it's an it's an interesting revelation about him to be like, oh, he might have actually loved somebody. Well,
1: it kind of shows throughout the all the movies that he that Gamora's his favorite. Yeah, that he he has some sort of compassion for her. Yeah, um, not necessarily for like Nebula or any of the other ones. No, yeah, but for some reason he's got this. This yeah. thing for Gamora, yeah, he likes he likes Gamora, and you know to the point where like she's good enough to sacrifice as his, yeah, favorite. like he,
0: he has to, yeah, like because it's it's the re- as the Red Skull says, he's like says something that you have to sacrifice something you truly love or something, yeah. and then Gamora's like, oh, that's that's she too starts bad. laughing, yeah, she starts laughing, she's like, that's yeah, that's that's sucks for you, you know, like because like, you don't have anything you love, and then and then you know you sort of realize like why she's there because like oh shoot, maybe there is one thing that he loves. Uh, and it's not death. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that kind of twist. I remember being in the theater and just being like, oh, oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> like having it, having it kind of hit you like
1: that. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the red skull showing up? Um, so I knew it sounded off when I first saw, it. I was like, I was freaking out. I remember in the theater, I was like, oh, you know, I started screaming and I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And then, uh, you know, it's just like a, a cameo. Yeah uh, kind of thing. Like, Hey, a nod. Yeah. Because they were like, everybody's wondering what happened to the red skull. Mm-hmm. Hugo weaving didn't want to reprise his role. Yeah. So they kind of, was just like a dangling p- plot threat, but they, yeah. they they had this brilliant idea to be like, let's make him like this guardian, the guardian like, of the soul stone. Yeah. The soul stone. This is where he's been all this time. He's kind of like trapped here. Yeah. And, uh, they use, um, Ross know, Marquand, Ross Marquand from the walking dead. Yeah. Uh, is he's an, an impressionist. amazing app- impressionist. And, uh, I didn't know it was him, but like I was like that doesn't it sounded a little bit off, and I I could tell, but he does an amazing job where it, it's yeah. perfect.
0: Personally, honestly, it's it's kind of funny because actually I I like his voice as Red Skull better than I liked
1: Hugo Weaving's as Red Skull for whatever reason. Like I actually think that, I I agree with you. Now that I think about it, he his voice is very cool, but I yeah. think he kind of makes it very like like oh, I've been here a long time, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. To the point where it's like um, Hugo Weaving was more like. Uh, yeah. Younger and stronger and more powerful. Yeah, like louder, boisterous. But now he's more like defeated, and yeah. he's accepted that. You yeah. know, so I just thought that was a, an amazing like idea. It was like brilliant to bring him in and be like, all right, a little bit of closure. Yeah, it's not what you wanted, but like, this is what you get. Yeah, I think and it was like, really better than nothing.
0: I think it was really cool. I, for whatever reason, like back. I mean, this is a thing that I probably talked about on the Savage Line a few years ago. But like, I always kind of thought that maybe Thanos was going to bring the dead villains back as like his mindless servants in one of these movies and i thought that would have mm-hmm. been really interesting if it's like you know you get red skull and you get the dark elf and you get like you know Black as night F- eh? yeah like a black as night type thing you know because he has all the the infinity stone so he could bring people back from the dead uh
1: and so I, I think you know it would be interesting um do you think they're gonna bring back gamora I bet. Because some of these characters, big spoilers at the end of Infinity War, he (laughs) snaps away half the universe and half of the Avengers. Surprise. Um, But there are a couple characters that um, die before the snap. They're not, they weren't deaths as a result of the snap, where people, you know, are theorizing that they're trapped in the Soul Stone.
0: Yeah, people, like, there's a lot of people, I
1: don't know. There's a lot of people saying that, like, the deaths that happened before
0: the snap are final, and I just don't, I don't think there's any
1: reason they would be like I don't I don't think, I don't that, think Gamora is yeah but in my opinion um, Loki is because they make a point of it to say there's no resurrections
0: but again like I because they, I mean they say no resurrections but they also he says that just because Loki has resurrected himself so many times and like he would have been aware of that in the movie
1: I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say because I like I don't think how would he know but uh, he knows a lot of stuff yeah
0: and he kept tabs on Loki like Loki was his his little oh, errand yeah. boy you know uh, and so I, I I think they said that more just to make everyone feel like it was final. But I think... I mean, A, we already know there's a Loki TV show in development, which could certainly be a prequel. Like, it could I, be about various
1: times. I would guess, yeah.
0: And I, and that's probably it. However, I feel like that character is so valuable to them, especially to the character of Thor. I mean, and maybe Thor's done too. But I, I don't know. I, I feel personally like if they... If, especially if they're getting rid of Tony Stark that i feel like they would even more want to hang on to loki
1: yeah but like the thing is is like he's he's played his part like his his role is basically done like you can't just keep bringing back the same people because then you lose stakes and stuff like we have to have some deaths in the movie and i think he's going to be the one of and obviously in infinity war i was expecting i was like when i went in i was like i don't know if i want to watch this movie cuz it's going to suck cuz it's going to we're going to have Iron Man die. Everybody thought Iron Man was going to die in this movie. Mm -hmm. But when nobody died, I was like, okay, obviously we have to have the ultimate, ultimate team up of all the original Avengers. Yeah. In the, in the next one. Yeah. Which, um, I thought is interesting because I'd like, I thought Infinity War, I thought this was going to have every character in the entire universe all come together. Yeah. But they split them up and half of them aren't here. Hawkeye's not here. Ant-Man's not here. Yeah. Um, Valkyrie's not here. There's a lot of characters that are absent from this movie mm-hmm. and are also going to be absent from the next movie. Yeah. But uh I think it's there's too many characters that they couldn't balance that many. Yeah. So I think the dividing them up like this and then dividing them up in the next movie with Ant-Man and Hawkeye yeah. entering the fight. I think it's I think it's a really good idea to balance all the characters in each movie because mm-hmm. there were so many. I think and in terms
0: of, you know, I don't know if this is a re a retcon or a dangling plot thread or whatever, but
1: where where is Valkyrie? Uh, I hope they address it in the in the next one because some of the promo art has her with her. You know that they do um, all the promo art for an end game where they uh-huh. had all the the fallen Avengers. Uh-huh. They said avenge the fallen, and they were in black and white with their face, and all the ones in color. I think they had the same line. Yeah, um, are still alive, and uh, Valkyrie has her own character poster. Does she really for end game? Yeah. It's so she
0: does it show? Did it show her alive or dead?
1: Alive. Really? Yeah, so I think she is alive, unless it was fan-made. There was a lot of fan-made ones, but you can kind of tell um, which ones are fan-made because they made fan-made ones for Korg and uh, um, a lot of other characters, but I, I'm pretty sure it was real huh. um, because they even talk about it
0: Cause I just, a little bit.
1: Because she was on the ship when at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but they could say you know she escaped with some of the Asgardians because they said that... Um, Thor says that he killed half of his people, yeah. but he blew up the ship. Yeah. So that means that half of them should have been alive. So my theory uh-huh. is that uh, she took the the half of the people and, and left, and then Thor was like,
3: "Interesting, no, like,
1: we're keeping Thor." And then for some reason, Bruce mm. was hiding somewhere, or the Hulk <laughs> was hiding somewhere. Yeah,
0: that is interesting. It'll it'll be if if they're able to sort of like make that work, then then that'll be good because that that to me was one of those big things in this movie where I was like where is that awesome, like, like that warrior that you yeah, set no, up she's in the cool. last movie. I mean, like, you just like, in terms of like, you're trying to have this fight with Thanos, like, she's probably, like, she's she's pretty good at fighting. He'd probably keep her around, like, to help
1: out with that. Yeah. Um. But I think, yeah, I think like, uh, like Ant-Man, and I hope she ha- shows up in, in End Game. I'm not sure if she will, because she's not in any of the promotion of the trailer. Yeah, but, but neither are a lot of people. There's You know, there's hope. Yeah. So, um, I
0: I really um I, I I I it wasn't fun to see I guess I just I didn't love not having Hawkeye involved in this. However, I'm very interested to see what his whole Ronin thing is in Endgame because it looks like maybe he's been doing some sort of weird like you know covert something or other like I don't know what what he's doing in Japan or whatever but getting tattoos. He's got like this huge sleeve of like Yakuza tattoo. I have that weird. Rewind haircut. that. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute,
1: same. And I rewound and I paused it, and I was like, what the crap? Mm-hmm. Like, cool. I'm. I like, wonder
0: if he's like undercover with the yakuza or something like that. Like, oh, maybe he just joined him.
1: I don't know. <laughs> like, what's he like? Because if his family died uh. and got snapped, like, what's his plan? Is he just like pissed off and he wants to go murder people? Because like, I would think that he would want to go after the people that murdered his family, but there's no way to do that. So maybe he's just like. Venting, he's like, I gotta kill people. I gotta do <laughs> something. He's
0: just working can't out his complex emotions.
1: This, I can't stay at this in this <laughs> barn with nobody here, that's which fair. makes sense. So it'll be interesting to see his character development, even though he wasn't even in the movie. Yeah, you know, because you know he was with his family, and then after this, you know, he his family's probably gone. Yeah, so he doesn't even need to be in the movie to have character development in the movie. You know? Yeah, that's true. So
0: it's yeah it's all very it's all very interesting i i did like you know i mean like as much as a whole lot of ragnarok wasn't really incorporated into this movie i liked how much black panther was incorporated into this movie you know we see obviously so much of wakanda you know shuri shows up um um denai guerrera's character i forget her name shows up um like the you know akoya yeah you don't get Daniel Kaluuya, which is unfortunate. But uh, which one is that? He was uh, he was her husband or her partner or whatever. Um, oh, from the get dude Out. from Get Out, yeah. Uh, He's in jail. Oh, did they lock him up for like I'm helping assuming. Michael B. Jordan or something? Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I I did I just did like that that you know for the most part we got a lot of involvement from the newer players in this universe. Uh, in this movie, and I think part of that is probably because they won't be doing tons in the next one. Yeah. Although, I guess um, Okoye is still alive, so she'll probably be heavily
1: involved. But Yeah, they keep like a, like a handful. Like, all the Guardians die except yeah. for Rocket and Nebula. And yeah, and then they have Nebula. I'm like, that's, a, yeah. that's a pretty interesting. But the she's ones that survive. Pop- she's a pretty integral part of the actual comic book of Infinity War. Oh, definitely, yeah. So, that'll be interesting to see, because she has to... Her sister died. Gamora yeah. was murdered, and it was you know she, partially she, her fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: I think it, it will be interesting to see how those because all of the all of the
1: newer characters that survived are are kind of supporting characters even yeah, in their own movies. I think that's know? really cool. It is so because you know they've all got people to avenge because Okoye was sworn you know in Black Panther she's sworn to protect the throne yeah. and she failed at that. Yeah, you know she does it to a fault. Yeah, you know, and uh, now that he's gone, like, what is she gonna do? <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I do like the like the whole dreary ending and like the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, because it's like the first time that they've lost. Because every time they they always come out on top, except for in this one. Yeah, do you think do you think
0: an Endgame that they will uh, kill Thanos or beat Thanos and then bring people back, or do you think that it'll be something where they manage to bring everybody back and then team up with
1: everybody to beat thanos i'm hoping that they team up and bring everybody back because i would love to see all of them like fighting together yeah that would be cool but um i don't know i, I haven't really there's a lot of theories going on yeah. and i'm like i haven't really thought about it too much because Same. i kind of just want it to be nice and fresh like yeah i want it to be i want to be surprised in the movie i don't want to think about it and be like oh i saw that coming or yeah oh i didn't see that come i just want to I just want to watch the movie. Yeah. Which I I, I think a lot of people can't do because there's (laughs) so many Avengers in game. Like I follow a lot of groups and pages on Facebook that I'm like, I can't even get on Facebook anymore because it's so annoying. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: It's, it's, I mean, fan culture, man. But, uh, you know, there's some people that are like, so freaking obsessed with this stuff that they decide to like do an entire podcast on like every movie. Yeah. What a bunch of weirdos. More like 20 of them in a week. Um, yeah no but i i and i actually the the one thing that's coming up right now on our screen is the sort of confrontation between thanos and dr strange this was a really interesting use of both of their
1: powers yeah well visually yeah it's stunning yeah and um it's kind of weird watching him because he's got ultimate power yeah um dr strange does no or
0: thanos Thanos. so it's like
1: it's interesting watching well because uh dr strange we haven't seen him since thor ragnarok yeah and uh Presumably, by this point, he's a lot stronger than his origin story yeah. is. So he's kind of like uh, he is the Sorcerer Supreme. I don't think he's at his full potential yet. I yeah. hope not, because I would like to see more character development in you know Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, um, but he's a lot more powerful. He knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, but as we can see, he's getting beat.
0: Yeah, and I mean he, you know, I, I liked the the this whole decoy stone and stuff like that. You know, the, this desperately trying to hold on to you know the last. Remnants of their of their hope, you know, like trying to keep there. I I like the, it is weird that like for some reason they like made this rule that Thanos can only use the glove when he closes his hand.
1: Yeah, that doesn't that's never been a thing. And also, how would
0: they know that? Like, how would Tony know? Well,
1: it's just, it's a pretty good guess. Like if like if you were there and you were like, okay, he's got this glove, uh, and he keeps closing his hand. Sure, just, I got an idea. But he's
0: got, like, this little thing that, like, is, like, specifically designed to, like, keep a hand open. Well, look at his, 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 what did you think of the new Iron Man suit? I don't like it visually only because it looks so fake. Yeah. But. I agree. But at the same time. It's grown on me. Yeah, It's definitely growing, and it's, you know, it's cool, like, the bleeding edge armor or whatever. And maybe that's a part of it, like, him shooting that thing at it. Maybe it's because it's all nanites that it's able to just take whatever shape he wants it to.
1: Uh the thing that like blocks his hand or whatever. I think it's weird. I actually have a theory about the whole okay. suit. Yeah. I have a like a couple different points on the suit. So when I first saw the suit in the trailer where he like puts his glasses on at the very beginning of the movie, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm not a big fan of that because it's just like it's too you can't beat that. Like it's too yeah. OP. So when I saw it, I was like, I think that was a result of what happened in the for the suit in Black Panther. Oh, interesting. Because like they can't have Black Panther have like a better suit than Iron Man. Uh Iron Man's got to be at least on par with Shuri and her technology. So I think for when they made this, they're like, all right, we got to have some good armor. Mm -hmm. So they came up with this, or they were saving it, and they were like, this is the perfect time. Yeah, I mean, Tony Stark's probably might not survive. Uh So they're like, we've got to do his peak armor. Yeah, you know, the unbeatable one. But in universe, I kind of came up with this of where he got all of a sudden he goes from. Um, the Civil War, which is one of the coolest yeah. um, ones, where he pu- pushes the button and it just builds around him. And yeah, shoots and it's a out. very
0: like tactile one. Yeah, because yeah,
1: his armor's been progressing. Yeah, slowly, and then all of a sudden, boom! Huge jump to this. Yeah, and I was like, well, last time we saw him, he was in Civil War. Yeah, and in Civil, who else was in Civil War? Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man.
0: He is like the Pym technology. I
1: think he got some sort of technology or something. Yeah, and, like picked up one of those little shrinker things, and he's like, I've got an idea. I might be able to incorporate. That's this. a good in-universe, yeah, solution. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe he's like, he either came up with the idea or huh. used it. Be like, I, I might be able to use this to do. He's like shrinking. So how can you fit all that in that little thing? Yeah. I mean, you can say well, say, that's same also, thing with Black Panther. Yeah, but got, their solution is, yeah. The the
0: one thing I really hated visually is his arc reactor in this movie, the one in his chest. It's
1: ugly. It is so ugly. I was like, that's not even fancy. It's very yeah. like. I don't know. And it's what?
0: enormous. Like, it doesn't look nearly as sleek as the previous. Yeah, animations. not sleek.
1: There's a word for it. I can't remember. But, like, overly designed, like, yeah. frilly. Frilly. It looks very frilly.
0: Yeah, it's got all these weird things, and it sticks out a lot, and it's, like, the shape of it sucks, and it just, it's, yeah, just not, not fun. Oh, also, big the big elephant in the room, the uh, Peter Quill punching Thanos when they almost have him beat.
1: Oh, yeah, what an idiot. Like... Well, I mean, Peter Quill is like notoriously very, very emotional. Yeah, I mean he's been through a lot. I mean he had to kill his his father. Yeah, he killed his mother, so he had to kill his father. So he's been through a lot. Yeah, w- um uh, which is true. I mean they made a joke about it, but it's it's true. I mean yeah. So when he loses someone else, like he's lost everybody that he's ever been close to, and he finally has this new family, and I'm this movie takes place what like six, seven years after Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy two. Yeah. Um, so him losing Gamora had to have been like the final straw, you know, kind of thing. Like he's like sick of it. So he's like, he loses, you know, he's like, I don't even care about anymore. And he loses, you know, the ability to comprehend the, you know.
0: Yeah. I just, I feel like, I feel like there could have been a better way to have that sort of thing. Like I almost would have accepted Thanos just sort of snapping out of it more than I would than I accept Peter Quill just punching him in the face. Like well, I mean it's it's pretty it's a
1: pretty good way to be like oh they threw him under the bus though. Yeah, I just the writers did, but it's like I don't know.
0: I I just I just feel like even though Peter Quill's super emotional and all that stuff like in that moment like right before they have it off like that he wouldn't have been able to just wait like a second to punch the dude in the face. Like I I well
1: m- remember back in Guardians too, sure. When he finds out ego's true intentions uh uh-huh. how fast does he lose it sure once he says it you know he admits that he killed his mom ego did immediately yeah that's right shoots away. the crap out of that's him. that's fair that's fair he's very impulsive
0: that's fair it does keep in continuity with the character it's just like I don't know I just i I guess I just have a hard time feeling like uh uh f- being okay with anyone being that stupid <laughs> like I just yeah I don't know it, a weird, it just it just felt like such a weird thing. Um,
1: yeah, but. but I think I don't know. They wanted, I think they wanted it to be like have something to, to the point where like they were so close. But you know, again, well, but it that's was the their fault that they lost. Yeah. What do you think of their plan? All their plans are terrible. First, they take the mindstone, stone. Yeah. I mean, the time stone to Titan t- to him, mm. and then instead of killing Vision straight off the bat. They do this whole thing. They try to save him, where they're like one yeah. life, and I was like, "Well, you just lost. He died anyway, and mm-hmm. then you lost half the universe." Yeah. So, I mean, it, it takes us back to like Civil War when <laughs> yeah. uh, when it's like, "What should you do for yeah, the, the greater good?" Of, yeah, you know.
0: No, totally, I I agree. I it's then their plan's not a great one. I mean, Doctor Strange was having quite a lot of success there for a minute, like the, the him like restraining Thanos or whatever. Like he could have just maybe kept doing that like he used your restraints on all of his limbs and i don't know
1: well the, i mean it's the problem with thanos is the most and also, powerful and then they're like doctor strange's portals right like just cut Thanos'
2: arm
0: yeah off.
1: yeah they do that in the beginning of the movie to one of the other yeah. guys so it's like just do that again i mean we've heard all these complaints before yeah so we're not gonna go through each and every one That's of them true but i mean it would, Kind of explain it as like, you can't have a movie unless you have some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, you have to have some sort of suspension of disbelief. Why can I never say that? (laughs) Suspension of disbelief. And this is not to, you know, accept that these things exist, to accept that they are limited. Yeah. You know, because in order to tell a good story, you have to limit some powers. You know, you have to have Thor be gone yeah during pivotal scenes that he would be overpowered on you know
0: yeah I, that's the thing is it's I a feel different
1: like, form of i feel know, like doctor strange should have dis- been
0: in like if they were going to do that then they should have had doctor strange be incapacitated in some aspect while they're trying to get the glove off just because yeah it's like rather than holding him down again just yeah just chop him, it off just chop it off man or at least like have him try to chop it off and then have the infinity gauntlet activate or something you know what i mean like that would be cool
1: because like, I mean, I think, yeah. Do you think they go through and they're like, all right, what are people are going to complain about this? I'm sure. Or do you think they just over, that was an oversight?
0: I, I think they try and poke holes in their own work. But at the same time, it's it's hard to think of, you know, every possible thing. And so I, I feel like it was an oversight.
1: Well, it is kind of annoying though, when yeah. you see they do it all the time. And they're like, oh, just one line will explain all this mm-hmm. crap. And sometimes it's, it's like perfect, it's all you need. But sometimes it's like, that's really annoying. Yeah, like uh, they even make fun of it in Deadpool too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, that." He looks at the camera and he says something along the lines of, well, "That's convenient."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You just hang a lamp, uh, uh, hang a lampshade on it, or hang a lantern on it. Whatever the the term is. I've <sighs> um, heard, heard both, and I never know which one's the right one. I. Uh, but yeah, I I I don't know. Anyway, all this stuff. I I post credits or let's see the mid credit scene of this movie, uh, is trying to think of the mid, the mid and post credit scene or was there just a mid credit scene? I don't remember, dude. Is
1: there a post credit scene? I'm there's, not sure if there is a post. I mean
0: one of them is the Captain Marvel one. The the Nick oh, Fury. Oh yeah, that is
1: the the mid credit scene. That's the
0: mid credit scene. So what what you think of that? What how would you uh
1: how would you rate that that little scene there? Um well it's weird because like there's a whole lot of stuff that I don't like about Captain Marvel. Yeah. And uh, it's not just about Captain Marvel and it's um We'll get into that one yeah. next time about uh, Nick Fury's role in yeah. Captain America, uh, in uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I just think it's weird that he's had that the whole time and... Uh, and that he never... Never used it. And they that's the thing that I just said that gets annoying when they use a one-liner yeah. when she says... There's some promotional stuff where she says, Ah, your world doesn't have a Ven- or, or There's a lot of other planets that don't have Avengers, so that's where yeah. it was. And it's like... That's Cause, not good enough.
0: Because maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, they that Nick Fury has used it a few times before.
1: Do you think she's shown up?
0: And that she just didn't show up.
1: That's possible. He just keeps pushing it Yeah. every time he needs it. Because there are some other times that they could have used the help. Or maybe that was like, oh, that's not quite enough. The world was about to end in Age of Ultron. It's true.
0: It's a yeah. It's a it's a good question. I think that is a big inconsistency. What
1: if uh, he did push it and she's like, okay, I got like five minutes, and she comes and grabs a a helicarrier for it. Use this. <laughs> I would hate that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just suggested it and shot it down immediately. Yeah, I a terrible idea.
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 something. I don't know. Um, I but I, I do like that scene. I like the sort of Fury and Hill like dissipating uh into dust and then i like his line pushing it i (laughs) I was
1: like ah he got his mother effer in there yeah in a marvel movie almost yeah But uh, i don't believe there is a after credit scene
0: yeah i don't i don't think there is i think it was just the captain marvel one right i mean um we can we can scrub through and and uh, find it but do you so the other question then is the stan
1: lee cameo do you remember what it what was? What is this cameo? Actually, he's yeah. on the bus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the bus driver. Oh, that—that's the after credit scene. Yeah.
0: The, yeah. So the post credit scene is—is is, uh, Captain Marvel, and then yeah, there's no mid credit scene. That's right. That's right. Okay, so, that makes from. sense. Um, but yeah. So so Stanley is the bus driver. What have you kids never seen a spaceship before or whatever? What do you think? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten again. Really. Ten out of ten. 10. That's the, that's, that's who knows how many 10 out of 10s you've
1: given, but that one's, that one's also all of them. Has it been all of them so far Yes. Every single one of them. (laughs) Um, let's see. That one is, well, let me think back to some of the other ones that I liked. He's the creepy old man in guardians. He's, uh, yeah, I remember some of my favorites that I've got, gave some pretty good scores to, um, I would say this one's probably, it's hard because they're like, they're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a seven. Seven, that's pretty good. The bus driver, yeah, I'm,
0: I'll probably go six on this one, um, but I, I I do I do definitely like it. Uh, dangling dangling plot threads. Um, I mean, obviously they're every all, plot thread of this, yeah, every plot f- thread in this movie is currently dangling before Endgame comes out.
1: Yeah, how's there a trailer for Spider Man? <laughs> I don't Remember Spider Man dying?
0: Um, interesting. Best rising star in this movie. Is there a big rising star for you? Um, I would say uh i mean shuri shuri obviously shuri was shuri and um and uh uh, uh mbaku
1: i think i was gonna were, were say the big M- ones from black panther Umbaku because he got so popular they they weren't ha- planning on having him in infinity war oh yeah they brought him in and like hey you want to be a part of the battle and so they actually called him and like hey you want to come be in the scene and like I- i'm pretty sure that happened and I'm well, uh, I- i'm like i think that would be really cool yeah, if they did, I'm trying to think. Like in the
0: context of this movie, is and, uh, there anyone in this movie who was a rising star that wasn't necessarily a big rising star in their own films? Like, because I guess everyone in this movie is pretty much from this movie. Yeah, everybody is, uh, or is from a different movie. Like, there's no one that like started out. There's very
1: all these characters are very established. Yeah, except for the children of Thanos. Yeah, and they're they they were one and done's. Yeah, you know, they were just like let's bring them in to have them be able to fight someone that they can beat. Yeah. Which I I touched on that earlier. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I guess because, the, yeah, there's really not anyone in this movie that was just like that started in this movie. Um, like, well, it's kind of hard. Petri. Ha- I guess he's not a rising star like no, everyone else. No, Peter no. Dinklage.
1: See, like all, like all the characters, like even Captain. Yeah. Like Captain America got the least amount of screen time out yeah. of all the superheroes. Probably one of the one of the least. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of hard to have like up and coming stars. Mm hmm. When your stars aren't even getting enough screen time. Yeah. So like that's true. they don't have enough room to bring in that many new characters. Every character in this is established.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I guess the closest the closest thing would be um would be either like Ross Marquand or the guy who played Ebony Ma, uh Tom Von Lawler. Those those are like the closest ones, I guess. They did alright. Yeah, they were good. But. Um anyway, yeah, that's that's uh I mean that's pretty much it. Villain ranking Thanos, where where
1: would you rank him? I like him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He's what, up,
0: what would you rate him out of ten?
1: Ten? Um, well I haven't seen him in the newest one. Yeah, that's true. But in this movie, I, I give him a solid nine. Solid nine. Just yeah. because I, I would I take away one because like his appearance in the entire MCU up to this point hasn't really made any sense. Yeah. Like you said. It's nice seeing him, but like I wish they would have had I mean, you know, in hindsight. Yeah, it would have been really cool to you know have stuff um, that would make sense. Totally, like they were like, "Oh, that makes sense now of why he was doing that back in the yeah." Now because before it was just like, "Oh, he wants the stones for some reason." Yeah, so yeah, he hasn't made it a sense, but in this movie, I love Josh Brolin. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, and I think he kills it, and uh, yeah, he's probably one of my top.
0: Yeah, he's probably... Top five, at least. Yeah, he's. I think he's in my top five as well. Top and also three. because most of the villains in this universe are not great. That's the thing. <laughs> um, you
1: only have a top five.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing, we didn't talk about this on the Civil War episode, which is fine because there's not too much of it, but uh, the, the comic book source material for this movie. Uh, this was a movie that pulled from a lot. Uh, it pulled from Infinity Gauntlet. It pulled from the comic that was also called Infinity War, although not as much. Um, it also pulls. Obviously, we talked about the characters from Jonathan Hickman's Infinity Run. Um, we've got you know the the sort of Secret Avengers team that's pulled from the Secret Avengers comics, and also from the Captain America, America comics where he becomes Nomad. Like, I feel like they just
1: whatever they need. Yeah, they'll just they find, can find like one thing. They're like, uh, especially with the relationship between Vision and Scarlet. Yeah, which that's probably somewhere. and They're like, yep, bring oh, that in. Yeah, it's, it's and a they they were planning on bringing that in. In the first place. Yeah. It was teased in um, way back in Civil War. Yeah. Because it's a uh, a big part of their character. Yeah. So like each one they kind of like pick and then it all, you know, just comes together. Do you think they end up teasing uh,
0: uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision's kids?
1: Do they have kids? Yeah. Did you ever read Young Avengers?
0: No. Oh, you should. It's a thing that Wanda makes happen kind of through magic a little bit. Okay. That makes
1: sense. Uh, Because I'm like, "Uh, he's a robot, but technically he does have a skin body. Yeah. But you need DNA and... Her kids, some other parts. Her yeah,
0: her kids. Uh, they they end up having hers and uh, uh Peter's powers. So they they one of them he goes by the name Speed. He's he's a like basically Quicksilver. And then oh, they're twins. Original. Uh, and then the other one uh, goes by the name Wiccan. Who's uh. So it's basically just another another Scarlet Witch and Vision, except they're they're two boys. Uh, oh, they're both boys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and they're honestly they're really good characters. The Young Avengers comics are great. Um. But yeah, those I think those are those are all kind of the main comics that they pulled from. There's a bunch of like little plot points that come from, you know, various different things. Um, uh, I think the next sort of big cosmic thing they'll probably pull from is Annihilation. But um, I think most of those same comics are probably going to be exactly what they pull from for Endgame as well.
1: Well, there's a lot of originality there is. as well. They yeah. just take little little bits and pieces, yeah, of everything, and then they're like, we're going to write a story about that. And I think that's perfect. Yeah. Because I mean, nobody wants a Yeah, I don't want a direct adaptation, but... Shazam. Yeah, that's fine. We'll talk about that on a... We'll do that on a Patreon episode. Patreon, that's right. Come check out Patreon if you want to hear us talk about Shazam, because I've got a lot to say about Shazam.
0: Patreon.com slash that might be cool.
1: But as for right now, um, I think this is probably the end of the episode for Infinity Warden. Uh, We will be doing Captain Marvel.
0: We'll be doing... Well, so tomorrow will be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then the
1: day after that will be Captain Captain Marvel. I'm excited. Ant-Man and the Wasp is... Not my favorite, yeah, but it's a it's,
3: like a, it's like a
1: good one just to like yeah what they call it palate cleanser yeah oh yeah he's all, that's what they he's an after avengers kind of like yeah let's go have some fun with Paul Rudd yeah or actually so. no Ant Man and the Wasp isn't tomorrow Ant Man and the Wasp
0: is today as this comes out uh, and then uh, we're doing Captain right Marvel's now? tomorrow yeah that'll be well it'll be in a few hours the people who are listening to this right when it came out they'll wait a few hours and then they'll get the Ant Man and the Wasp episode it's gonna be good yeah and then tomorrow's Captain Marvel and then. uh after that, it's Endgame, the day after. Whew! Yeah, we're actually, as as we are talking, even if the people listen to this on the first day, there's a lot of people who are hearing this that have already seen Endgame, even on the day that this uh, is being released. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That so I mapped out the release dates, and I was like, oh, interesting. So this Endgame will come out Sunday. Okay. And this is being released on a Friday? Is that how that works? I don't I know. don't know anyway you're in charge of that yep uh thank you all for for listening again you can uh, find us on patreon patreon.com slash that might be cool you can find us at that might be cool on any social media platform you can find me at jason halftones you can find chase at high speed chase with a c instead of an s like chance that is no true aim.
1: i don't post a lot but if nope. you want to follow me i would i guess appreciate it <laughs> exactly. yeah. it'd be cool i might post some other stuff i've got some really cool yeah Photos. Yeah. Course. Nothing little artsy to,
0: photographer boy.
1: Nothing that has to do with anything related <laughs> to
0: this podcast.
1: Uh, maybe you'll use your Twitter for once in your life. Uh, maybe I will. I I'll, remember, I'll use my Twitter for yeah. like the, this kind of stuff.
0: I remember then, setting that up for you.
1: Yeah, you did my first tweet, yeah. and it was something along the lines of, I want this car, hashtag 1972, hashtag Camaro. Exactly. When we ran, drove up to that house and asked and them if I could buy car. their Camaro, and they were like, ha No.
3: <laughs> yeah and then go then they away. Us
1: away i was like all right okay fine
0: um anyway yeah now it's now it's time for us to turn to dust uh, make sure you check out ryan burke's stuff you can find him on social media at ryan burke writer uh and you can find his comic so coronary fun. on comiXology and comic central Justine. thank you so much for Justine. listening oh my god we're turning to dust uh-